Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen, where humanness meets spirituality. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? Join in the conversation with Kristen Ace and her fascinating guests to share the light, laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. Hey, everybody. This is Kristen of Good Vibrations with Kristen. I'm so happy you're here today. I want to remind you that you can find me on my uh, website, which is www.kristenace.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, I'm everywhere. So just find me and, and connect with me. Also, if you want to hire me, also let me know that. I can do healing events. I can do storytelling events. And I can manage it all around a specific topic that you're looking for or a specific uh, healing that you're looking for. So with all of that, I want you to know that I have an amazing guest today. Her name is Madison Sherup. She has been an intuitive counselor for 20 years with the tarot. And now she's teaching tarot. And I love the tarot. So I'm very excited she's here. Hi, Madison. Welcome to GVK. Oh, hi, Kristen. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So I just want to start out asking, and so you can tell the audience, just tell the audience a little bit about your feelings about the tarot. Okay. Um, well, uh, I started reading uh, tarot only because I had a friend that did it. And this is going way back, you know, 20 years ago. And I became quite fascinated with it because while she did it, you could see um, – you'd get answers and you'd get all sorts of subtext in the reading. And I, I became more and more intrigued and I pretty much am self-taught, but um, the tarot, what, what it does is it really connects us with our higher selves and our intuition and, and it can be used as a, as a wonderful tool. Well, I, I actually, that's how I use it. Now I use a deck called the fifth tarot. Um, and I know you say it differently than I do, and I want everyone to know out there that you can say the word tarot in different ways. Madison, tell everybody why you say tarot instead of tarot. <laughs> because that was one of the first um, questions I asked you. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, you know, it's just um, kind of how I was exposed to the word. And, you know, maybe it is a little like tomato-tomato, but I always say tarot. And, um, <laughs> you know, the, the friend of mine who is actually German, and maybe this does have something to do with it. Uh, that's how she pronounced it. That's oh, how probably, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I wish I could give you a better answer and make it sound more kind of all-encompassing or exciting, but it, it, it might just be that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just didn't want the audience to think that we were talking about two two different things. So, what no, you know, right. what's your definition of tarot or tarot? Well, well, for people that don't know um, what the tarot is, um, it's really and it's fascinating because there are so many now. There are so many artists that have taken to this as an art medium and now have crafted their own decks. Mm -hmm. But it came about hundreds of years ago, and nobody actually knows the exact time that the first tarot deck came along. Probably in Italy, maybe around the Middle Ages, is is what they are, you know, kind of what the word out on that is. But it's a it's a seventy eight card deck of cards, 
like you would normally have any deck of cards. But each one has a uh, photo and each or, or a painting or, or a picture and symbology. And you start to develop a relationship as you use it. Each, each card means something or has sort of a back story to it. And as you learn to work with it and you work, it kind of mirrors what's going on in your life and you can direct questions. You, it, um, what happens is the, the um, I guess the, you, you start getting messages or you'll start getting um, uh, what's guidance. I would say guidance. Yeah, it's it's guidance, and it it has to do with that, like how we can use symbology uh, to tap into our intuition, and that's really what the tarot allows us to do. Well, I um for me, I I I didn't. I've never worked with the traditional tarot deck because it just didn't speak to me. It was too dark for me. And then when I found, I went online because I I was. I use it as a tool, mm-hmm. and I wanted energetically to be connected to the tool, but I also wanted to energetically connect to the pictures and the visions. And I mm-hmm. found this fifth element, which brings, which is all around the earth, and it brings all the elements of the earth in, including the ethers, which is the newest element that we are dealing with, with instead of the four elements, we now bring in the ethers, which is our higher self, our divine self. So for me, when I work with my deck, I let the deck talk to me. Like I'll ask a question, but mostly I just ask the deck to guide me to the card to pick that gives me guidance on a specific issue. And I pick a new card every week, and that's the card that energetically I work with for the whole week. Just mm-hmm. to kind of move me in the direction of whatever that card needs to show me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how that, I that's, use it. That's what's really so great about about this this kind of divination, these kinds of tools, is there are so many decks, and you know people can choose what they resonate with, um, the pictures that really speak to them. And what you said was was what I tell my students um, in terms of you don't have to do readings for other people. And it doesn't have to be like a a big, you know, almost like a a scary thing, like you're going to find out answers that, you know, maybe you (laughs) kind of want to, maybe you want to look at it more as a meditative tool. Right. And um, we, there is a way, the, the tarot does allow us to connect with our higher self and our intuition through pictures. So, yeah, that's an excellent way to use it. And it's that way you can you can have that throughout the week and you can even come back, you can step away from it and come back to it and have it see how it resonates even a few days later. Right. Well, I you know, when I talk I feel like connecting the deck to my hands and then putting it to my heart and just getting quiet to listen, and I have been doing the same thing for years now, so I ask the deck to tell me, you know, what to do. So it'll, I'll just hear gentle words in my head, cut, mm-hmm. cut, cut, now shuffle, now cut, now pick, mm-hmm. Top, mm-hmm. you know, top card. And right. sometimes I'll be like, I'm picking this one? Because, you know, I always have to ask a million questions, and it'll say pick, pick, pick. You know, in other words, take that card, Kristen. Sometimes I'll get cards, and I'll go like, oh, I don't. First of all, I'm like, first of all, I don't want that card. 
That card doesn't make sense to what I'm talking about. But by the end of the week, it totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And I had, uh, in the beginning of 2015, picked a card for the year. And the card I picked was Peace with Morning Doves on it. And I was like... You know, I like things with hawks and eagles and tigers, you know, <laughs> the kind uh-huh. of stuff I like to get. And uh-huh. I was like, morning doves, peace. And that morning I went downstairs and there had to have been like 15, I don't know, a, a massive amount of morning doves sitting on my lawn. And I oh, went, my goodness. Yep. And I went, oh, Well, oh, that okay. was, I, see, I would call that validation. Yes, absolutely. So, so it's, you know, that's the kind of thing where you say, well, you know, I, I, that, that is showing me that there is a message in this card and that that is something for me to, to see and, um, you know, and contemplate. Well, and that's why I that's why I like it because I will tell myself all kinds of little answers to my questions that I think are good for me or that are moving me in the positive direction because my I have a very strong ego. So, you know, I I can't always tell is that me talking, but with the cards, there's just no question. The cards right. and, and some, the, some people might say you have very strong guides. Oh, I do. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, we we should take responsibility, but, you know, that this, how much is me and how much are, you know, the fact that I am getting, that I am sort of a channel and I am open to getting messages and I have guides that are kind of helping me along the way. And doing tarot readings has really showed me, has really showed me that that is true. Oh, yes. When you get validation for the readings and... You know, there, there's no way when I do readings that I that I know the backstories about people. But right. when I'm doing those readings, I'm shown things about them, and I, I get to feel what they're feeling, and I hear things. You know, I I get to help them transition or navigate through different issues that are coming up. And you know, I whether or not I could do that on my own, I I'm not so sure. But really having a language, which I, right. I would call the tarot, and really help it, having a vehicle where messages can come through from my guides is, is really, I, I'm immensely grateful, actually, that, yeah. that I have that, that I can do that, and I can do it for myself and other people. Well, I love what you said that, oh, I, I just want to back up one second, and you say, I don't know if I could do that by myself. I'm very certain, Madison, that you can, <laughs> but I'm just telling you that, but I oh. I also know that the tools help us set our ego aside. And so I'm connected to my deck energetically. It's been, I've done ceremony with it. I've done a gazillion meditations with my deck in the room, all that kind of stuff. So we're connected. It isn't just the deck. It isn't just my guides. It isn't just me. I feel like the three of us are all working together. And because the deck is tangible and it can say, here, look at this picture, Kristen. And I'm going to, and then it gives me a whole explanation of what all these different symbols mean. And it'll help me pull that energy into my life to, to bring me either deeper understanding or deeper clarity or deeper peace or just yeehaw something really bleeping fabulous is coming my way and I've been feeling it anyway so mm-hmm. it's all I feel like it's all connected the, the three of, uh, of us the tarot ourselves mm-hmm. and our higher self mm-hmm. which I want to tell you 
I picked a card for today. So I went into my meditation room. I put the deck on my heart and I asked for my guides to help me pick a card for my okay. my um, GVK podcast today with Madison. Ooh. And I, <laughs> I picked the Empress, which is the number three in my deck. So uh-huh. it's the Empress and she is the she is like the goddess mother of everything. Mm-hmm. And her her quick divinatory meaning is to work with the feminine side of love and compassion and nurturing of the mother being gentle you know are you being compassionate with yourself or others it asks you to honor sexuality and creativity and have beauty in your life and I thought, God, what a beautiful card because I was thinking I want to talk to Madison about the three the 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 person, the spirit, and the tool. Mm-hmm. So, and then you pulled the card that right. symbolically is 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 the third card in the major arcana. That's very interesting. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, some of the things that you're talking about is really the tarot is there to va- to give us validation. Most of this, the answers are already within us. Correct. But but we they're kind of locked up in there. You you know they're there, or you trust yourself, but there's a little trepidation. And by doing the tarot, it kind of, you know, at the end of the day, validation is, is really an important tool to move forward with any aspect of life. And I'd like to think that when you, call, when you said that you pulled the um, Empress, which is actually one of my favorite cards in the day. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, not know, a surprise and, to and me. <laughs> all, the cards, all the cards are important. All the cards mean something. And they all sort of attach to variations of ourselves and the world that we're living. But the Empress also is such a nurturing, mm-hmm. um, intuitive card. And I'd like to believe that this is a way that, you know, it's also a very, you know, maternal, mothering card. And I would like to think that it's a way to kind of help facilitate the, the, the listeners almost in a nurturing um, teaching, guiding, mother, motherly way, I guess, mm-hmm. that, I that, they, that this is something that they can do, that, that, you know, giving other people confidence to not be afraid of their own inner guidance and to, you know, tap into their own intuition and not to be afraid to use a tool to do that. Exactly. And not to be afraid of the tarot in general, because there are some, uh, there have been, I don't know about now, but when I was younger, there were some connotations, negative connotations around using the tarot. And I was deep into exploring the Wiccan world at that time. And I couldn't understand it, except that the the traditional deck didn't speak to me. So I was like, well, I, I totally believe in that tool, but just not that deck. But there are some people who think, oh, tarot, you know, devil worship and stuff like that. And I just want to put it out there, guys, that it is, again, a tool connected to you. What you right. do with it and how you listen is the key. And right. what are you listening to? Right. And so do, you, do your clients have major epiphanies when, when you're working with them? Or are they just blown away that you have all this information available about them to help guide them? That's <clears throat> that's really interesting, and I've I, because now I've stepped into another level where I'm actually also teaching it, and I, I'm all, I'm also doing it more professionally than I've ever done before. Um, the answers, how can I describe this? <clears throat> I was telling, 
I was telling somebody that now when I do a reading, I see one card and I get flooded with the backstory. Mm. So when you do a Celtic cross, you get you, you lay out ten cards. It's very methodical, and each card has a place in the reading that means something. But I'm getting the answers so quickly. So what? A, and the answers I'm getting have to do with what people are feeling that moment. Like, you know, maybe someone is feeling guilt because they don't want to take over their father's business. And that's the first thing I, I would say to them. You know, don't feel guilty that you have to sort this out. And people do feel very taken back and sometimes don't know how to respond mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. maybe that's a conversation they had earlier that day with right. a brother or a sister. <laughs> I mean, I've had these experiences. And again, we're back to the word validation. I am a validator. I'm there right. to validate that what they're feeling and what they're going through is actually, you know, it's okay. And to help them navigate through that. Well, I love that too, because I, I think most healing and most um, revelations are about about moving forward in our lives in some way, but we need that I think it's just too hard to do on your own because you can't be objective. So when you have an outside eye looking in objectively and saying, oh, well, these cards are objectively saying this is what's going on. These are avenues that you can do to move forward with it. I think that's a great – I think that's highly supportive and, and, and very nurturing. Well, I think that's why people see therapists too. I mean, yeah. you, really, you, you, know, you really need to have an objective – viewpoint kind of feeding back to you what your reality is yeah you know because other otherwise we tend sometimes not not everybody i'm speaking i don't want to speak in absolutes but oftentimes people can get stuck and not know how to kind of move through that oh absolutely i think that's one of the biggest issues of of feeling um of of being in a place of discomfort that's what I want to say, is you're stuck. Yeah. You're stuck in something. Yeah. You don't know what it is, and or you know what it is, and you're not really sure how to confront it, or you know what it is, and um, and and you don't want to confront it. So you are stuck. That's I think that's huge. Sometimes people just don't know how to get unstuck, whether it's a relationship that's become toxic or just isn't, there's no growth involved, or a job where there's no expansion and they, they feel you know, like they're going through the motions and they're not expressing their highest um, potential. Right. You know, um, and this this happens in life. It's happened to me. I mean, uh, you know, and, um, and, you know, I I have to say it's happened before I knew um, anything beyond, you know, how, before I knew that there was other help out there and ways to look at things where you can actually, um, change your circumstances. I mean, some otherwise, what tends to happen to people that are stuck is they kind of wait till something happens to unstick them. And <laughs> rather, than being, rather than being proactive, yeah, I would much rather be. Yeah, I would much rather be proactive because waiting for that thing, it's always for at least for me. I'm speaking for me, guys out there. Right, right. <laughs> um, it's not yeah. usually lovely and full of flowers and you know gentle breezes. Seriously, because I've got such a big um, aura that to get me moving out of something, I need something kind of like a kablam, because like I feel like I'm a bolt of lightning on the earth. So mm-hmm. that kind of power would need an equal or greater than power to 
jarred into action, I think. Now, that's my energy. There are other people whose energy is much more subtle and um, quiet, and maybe they don't need that lightning. But they still, within their own experience, will need something to shake them out of their slumber. Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing about being here is that you have a choice to be uh, conscious and awake or more unconscious and kind of sleepwalking. But, oh, you yeah. know, the, the great thing about, about individuals is that we are all different and we all are. I, I believe that everybody here is evolving. Yes. At, you know, some of us at, you know, different paces than others. And at the end of the day, it's all okay. But if you want to accelerate your growth and if you want to kind of wake up in the situations that you're in, it's nice to have these tools. Well, I also want to say that it I was under the impression, young, younger now when I'm talking, that I would wake up and I would be awake and that would be the awakening. But the reality is, is I'm, I'm always waking up a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So mm-hmm. there's no such thing as... Being too awake? Yeah, no, there really isn't because there's always a deeper understanding, a deeper way of spreading love, a deeper understanding of yourself and and loving yourself and honoring yourself and another tool that can come in to help you uh, facilitate more shedding of mm-hmm. darkness really is what mm-hmm. it is for me. It's a, it's a darkness that can come over me. So you're never just awake. You're constantly evolving constantly Mm -hmm. and i think once you start waking up sleepwalking is out of the question it just oh you can never go back no i said that to a girlfriend of mine i was like you know what i was having a um intense day and i said what would happen if i just stopped caring as much as i do and i just stayed home and baked cookies and breads and cakes and made gourmet food. And I love making gourmet food. And do, it kind ba- of sounds good. I yeah. But she said to me, and I said, you know, what if I just stay home and stop uh-huh. being out in the world, shifting, changing, you know, waking people up, vibrating everywhere. And she said, okay, okay, okay. I just want to ask you, though, Kristen, what drug are you going to take? Because you cannot do that and not. And you can't do that. That's not who you are. It would be a painful decision for you. Right. So as soon as she said that, and she also knows that I'm, you know, um, that's that's not the path that I choose for my own healing. And I went, right. okay. I was just having a little bit of a pity party, but I'm back now. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's true. It's like once you, it, you know, and I think the way it, it usually is described is sort of like an onion, yes. you know, where you just peel these layers and you, you think, oh, I really mastered that aspect of myself now. <laughs> and I really took care of that issue. And then all of a sudden you go about life and you kind of grow and you get to the next level and you're like, oh, wait, I, I do have to deal with with this again in a different way right and um it is i mean it's all part of the grand i think it's all part of the grand plan of of us evolving as as in consciousness and i think that's a you know that's how i choose to look at it and it helps it helps a lot (laughs) well i agree and i love that as we are awakening and as we are coming into that uber consciousness with all that is I, I love that there are tools like the tarot or or other people have other tools that can help mm-hmm. us. And I love the word validation. 
because it reminds us that, yes, you are supposed to wake up, but also that you're, everything's okay. Everything is moving in a divine order. And as these cards show up in your life to validate as you move forward these things that are happening for you, if you can take that outside to a much more vast vibration, then you can trust that actually all is well and moving forward and waking up, not just you. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't you think? Yeah, and I and again, when you talk about the word validation, which seems to have popped in, in our conversation with each other, with one another, you know, what that really also is saying to, to people is that we really do have the answers inside, but mm, sometimes mm-hmm. they need to be unlocked. I mean, we really, we don't have a roadmap here, but I do think we, we do, we have what, what I call truth resonance, so when we hear something that's, that's right or the truth it it kind of hits us in a certain way and we know it yes wow well with that beautiful statement madison we have to say goodbye (laughs) oh is it time to leave i know but listen before we go do you do do readings um over long distances for people or do they have to be with you no, I actually do, I can and do do phone readings. I can also do, do them through Skype. Okay. Thank you to the, you know, the wonders of technology. I know, and, I know. Um, yeah, I, you know, and anybody in the Los Angeles area what I, where I live can come to me or take or, you know, attend one of my classes uh, at the Mystic Journey Bookstore in Venice. And are you going to eventually have some of these classes online, Skyping for people? I think that would be awesome. You know, as, as I was saying that, I, I was I talk about hearing a little voice. <laughs> I'm your little voice, voice said, Madison. Yeah, my little <laughs> voice said, wait a minute, you could do, you could do your classes online. <laughs> All right. Well, it's funny Madison, how synchronicity works. <laughs> that's right. Madison's going to be working on that, you guys. So I'm going to let everybody know that they can find you on Facebook at Mystic Madison all one word. So look for Madison um, and connect with her and get a reading. And Madison, I'm going to thank you so much for coming. I, it's been such a delight. I'm, I'm really thrilled to have, that you have found me. You found me. I'm so excited. I did. I did. It was meant to be. It yeah, was. Thank, thank you for having me. And it, it was really my pleasure. Thank you. Take care, Madison. Thanks. All right, everybody. Well, Gosh, you've got, if you don't have a tarot deck, run out and get one or, um, and I'm going to recommend mine, which is the fifth element, but you can also reach out to Madison and ask her questions about what kind of deck would be right for you. You know, um, I go online, look at them, see what resonates with your heart. Trust me when I tell you that the tarot is, is such a friend to you and, most of all, it means that you're a friend to yourself because you are connecting to your higher self who is just so excited to talk with you and help you and love you. And so here's a new way for you to connect with that higher self, to receive that love, and then in turn, love yourself. And while you're doing that, while you're doing that, just know that I love you. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristin.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us, let us know, so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know 
that you are divinely guided.